As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Adventure CEO Leadership Insights, your ongoing conversation with entrepreneurial CEOs and modern day adventurers who are sharing their hard earned insights from their quest to continually expand opportunities for their families, their teams, and the communities they serve. I'm Jeffrey Wolf, your host. I'm glad you joined the conversation. You want to make sure you've got something to write with to capture the insights you're about to get from our upcoming guests. Laurel Rolls is with us again. As you may recall from her recent interview, Laurel was the second woman to achieve partner status at uh, Deloitte Touche. She has been executive with Fortune 200 companies, and she is CEO of her own consulting and training firm now. Laurel, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jeff. I'm pleased to be back here again. It is such a pleasure. I'm really looking forward to hearing, you know, what are your two or three most critical tips for entrepreneurs and CEOs right now, given the circumstances that we have with the stay-at-home orders and the pandemic, what should they be doing right now today? You know, so many people describe what we're dealing with right now as chaos. And I look at it from a very different perspective. Yes, there's chaos. And where does that chaos come from? It's coming from uncertainty. So the better leaders can figure out how to manage that uncertainty and understand the various components of the uncertainty. Mm, okay. The better off they're going to be in re-entry back into the markets and the business. Let's face it. Things have fundamentally and foundationally changed forever. F fundamentally changed. So it's not, it's not a, you know, we're going, okay, this will be over. We're going back to what we had before. This is going to be a fundamental Absolutely shift. Absolutely not. And so anyone who thinks we're going back to what we, what we had before is fooling themselves. So this is a time to step back and reflect. Now, you know me, mm. I like to think about things as positive. So right. I don't want to get mired up in the chaos and the uncertainty, except to recognize that it exists. Mm -hmm. And what are the components of uncertainty? Because we are in an unprecedented time of opportunity. And so when we start to take a look at what's going on in terms of now, how can I shift this and reframe it into opportunity and start as leaders to do the things now? Yes, to protect ourselves, but also to think about now, what's that world going to look like when I step out of here? Mm, okay. Right. Because that's where the opportunity is. And we know that those who invest in opportunity, even in downtimes, mm -hmm. are the ones that are going to lead the market. And so it's an investment. Now, what is that? But Laurel, I don't have any money. You know, that's the problem. Well, if we focus investment as only money, then we're missing a huge component of it. 
And the huge component are the employees that have gone through this with us and that know our business. So in shifting from uncertainty to opportunity, let's do three things. And the first thing is to approach our employees, our suppliers, our customers with curiosity. Hey, what's going on with you? Using a little empathy and understanding what turmoil is going on in, in their own lives. Mm -hmm. And having that empathy with them draws people closer to you. And there's lots of mechanisms for doing that. And you mm -hmm. do want to do that with your employees. You want to do that with your customers. And you want to do that with your suppliers. Because as you reenter, you want all of them back, right? Instead of going right. off somewhere else. So when we begin to create that community of, oh my gosh, we're in this together, truly in this together, with using curiosity and reaching out and so on, it's an amazing first step. Because you're at the first step of building ownership of the net result of where you're going. Mm. So, so I'm hearing part of it is it may be physical distancing, for example, but it's still about social gathering. Well, that's what in, in terms for. in terms of being together, you know, working together on how you know how do we get through this? Yeah, absolutely. So, yes, you're not paying those employees you had to lay off. Mm -hmm. You know, out of economic need, we all understand that. But why just leave them out there dangling? with no information and no view. There's enough lack of information. We don't know when this is going to end. It will end. We just don't know when. So why not begin to engage them in the what ifs and the mm -hmm. possibilities of what could be? So it's a time to even re-engineer what you do. And you yes. get that input from your suppliers, from your employees, and from your customers. I like that. So help them to have ownership of that re-engineering of your business. Mm -hmm. This is the time when everyone else hunkers down. That's the time to build out when everything shifts. That's the golden opportunity to completely re-engineer from top Absolutely. to bottom, bottom to top. Absolutely. So the first is listen. Really listen and hear what they're saying without consequence. So they can tell you anything they want to without consequence. Allow them to share and have empathy for what they're sharing with you. And the second then is engage them now in what can this look like? So we're stronger and better and happier and everything else. So you start engaging them in the ownership of the solution coming out of it. So lots of things you can do on Zoom. You can do breakout rooms and everything. I'm not, you know, I'm, I don't get any financial. <laughs> but it's, but it's leverage the tech, right? <laughs> leverage the technology. Fortunately, Absolutely. we have all this broadband connectiveness and tools. Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember using video conferencing in the 1990s and it was painful. Yes, it was. <laughs> Not to mention the tens of thousand dollars it cost to set it up and run it, but it was just, Absolutely. it didn't. Oh. Yeah, so for $500 a year, you can do a lot with Zoom. So, yes, you know, you enterprise is a little more, but it's still pretty inexpensive for mm -hmm. what they have. So, so have curiosity and go out there and really listening to what people are saying. It's your opportunity to create new possibilities for your business. So now's the time to listen because we can mm -hmm. do that. Engage people. That gets them out of their own sense of uncertainty. And you start to get the ideas flowing and it's like tweaking. It's like, you know, it's, it's the coaching that I do is to get people to really come up and, and, and give us that wisdom. 
and then engage them in the solution so they have ownership to it. So the day you can go and open your doors again, boom, they're there. Yeah, and, or and, you might have online components you can exercise and execute now. And I'm very, very much reminded of the Stockdale paradox that Jim, uh, Jim Collins talked about in terms of you, what you're saying is positive mindset. That doesn't mean ignoring the brutal facts on the ground. No. You know, what is the reality of what's happening, but right. not to dwell on it. Right. And not to say, you know what, this is going to be, don't, don't do what ifs on how can it get worse. It can always get worse. A, co- a colleague of mine says, look, saying it can't get worse is just lack of imagination. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's like, well, okay, here's, here's the circumstances. Now, where does that lead? Where are the, where are the opportunities that come from? And, and I want to say this again, because it's very important. Mm-hmm. We're all going through this at different levels yes. in our lives. Yes. So we have to acknowledge what's going on. Yes, there's some chaos out there, but it's uncertainty. And when we get to that fundamental level, so what's under uncertainty, it's fear. So when we can acknowledge and name those fears and then put ourselves in a position where we can think about the possibilities of doing it and then engage in doing it, boy, do you have a strong team coming out of that. And then you're ready for reentry. So what does reentry mean? If there's a lot of people, um, employees out there that are now getting used to being with their families and spending time with their families. Whereas before it was come to work and work and work and work and family was second. So think about it from a value standpoint. The value structure of your employees, particularly mm. if this goes on longer and longer, may have yes. shifted. And so as a leader, you need to understand where, where that value set has shifted. Mine has. Um, And I do a bunch of testing and work around values and really teasing out values. It's not what you think they are up here. I had an executive I took from money, 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 money to bing, bang, boom, boom. Money was there only to support the other four, which were more supporting his community and the new business he wanted to put into place. Right. It's an outcome or a metric of of value delivered. It's not, it should not be viewed as a core value. That's a brilliant way to put that. Laurel. Thank you so much for sharing your insights. Thank you. As you're watching this, laurelrolls.com. Reach out to Laurel. She has so much more to offer. And thank you for being with us again today. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate it. You'll want to connect with Laurel Rolls at L-A-U-R-E-L-R-O-L-L-S.com. LaurelRolls.com. Thank you for listening to Adventure CEO Leadership Insights, your ongoing conversation with entrepreneurial CEOs and modern-day adventurers who are sharing the insights they've gained from their quest to continually expand opportunities for their families, their teams, and the communities they serve. For more information about behind-the-scenes information, never-before-aired audio and video, go to AdventureCEO.tv. Again, that's AdventureCEO.tv. And we look forward to having you continue to join the conversation. Adventure CEO Leadership Insights is proud to be a member of the Raven International Media Team. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 